the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to the Andrea K Show. She's blonde, five foot two, and one hundred two pounds of dynamite in a dress. Here she is, Andrea K. Welcome to tonight's Andrea K. Show. It is Friday Eve. Thank Jesus. Thank you, Jesus, indeed. And I mean that literally because I just don't think I can. I Because hopefully we can have at least two days in the week coming up in which we are not going to have insanity. Oh, wait, CPAC is happening. So there will be continued insanity over the weekend. CPAC being the Conservative Political Action Conference. We're going to have Brian Maloney, my friend who I usually see at CPAC every year, is going to be. He's not there either. Uh, I'm not there. I'm here in San Diego. But we're going to be talking about CPAC because I got to tell you, I ain't liking what Mercedes Schlapp, wife of Matt Oh, excuse me, Schlapp had to say today about President Trump in the 2020 election. So you're going to want to stay tuned because we're going to get into a little bit of that. Uh, we're uh, uh, before Brian, who will be with us at the bottom half of the hour talking about CPAC. And this is really important for conservatives because this is supposed to be the conservative uh, event of the year. This is supposed to be when we rally together and say, what, what is, what is most important to conservative voters out there? What are the action items and how do we go forward as conservatives to make, to, to affect change in this country? And the change that we have going on in this country is we are so far left. We're so far left that Joseph Mengele would be really proud about the medical experimentations that are going on in children. And you know what? I did not see that listed anywhere. I've been all over the CPAC site and I have not seen. Only Rand Paul today confronted Raquel, Rachel. Let's just call him Robert Levine because we know this was a biological male that's the assistant Department of of Health and Human Services who specifically been nominated, wouldn't answer questions today, was specifically nominated for the purpose of using children. Don Jans will be here to talk about the historical perspective of the assault on children in the United States of America from this transgenderism movement. This person, Levine, was specifically handpicked because this transgender movement ain't about caring about any kid out there at six years old that's, that's confused. This is about a Trojan horse. This is this is part of a bigger picture, all-encompassing movement attack against children right now to capture their minds. And there's a purpose for it. And there's historical context for you to understand what that purpose is. And Don Jans will be here after the first break to talk about it. And before we get into all the details of that, the man who's here all throughout the show, I'm, I'm going to have him weigh in on some of this, is uh, my partner in crime here. It's DJ Potato Skins. I think they might have left DJ, DJ Potato Skins. DJ Potato Skins. Off the manifesto, but it'll be back. Winning, winning, winning. 
Yeah, there's lots of things that the Biden administration is leaving off the manifesto. They just don't really see it. It seems to be the exact polar opposite of everything that make America again, make America great again stands for is what they're doing. And it's, 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 it's just, it makes me just cringe on a daily basis. Well, it's incredibly cringy and it's horrifying and it's disturbing and it's entirely predictable what's going on with the Biden administration because, you know, there's, no, there's nothing happening right now that hasn't been in the works for a really long time. Long and game, if, and if sure. we, yeah. And if we had only had Republicans and so-called conservatives like Matt Schlapp and like Mercedes Schlapp and all these people in the, in the Republican party, if they actually cared about Americans and about the preservation of America, if they actually believed Ronald Reagan and believed in his philosophy that we are the shining city on the hill. And as many immigrants have said, if America goes down, there is nowhere else to go. And let me tell you, if you if you wonder whether or not America is dead, because I posed that question today. Are we officially dead? Because let me tell you, when we have the United States of America... That yesterday we talked about how they are literally seizing control over media to turn us into no-co. I mean, I think that the communist Cuba right now, North Korea probably has more freedom of, of expression and freedom. And communist China certainly does. Uh, or it's it, certainly not any worse than we have it right now with what, where they're going with the media. And then you add that. You look at what's happening with our children. First of all, uh, the... They're calling it the Equality Act, but we know that that what was passed today by the House of Representatives was the whatever tiny percentage of the population transgenders are. Transgenders now get special accommodations and they get to rule over the entire United States of America Act. That's what was passed today because all any of them have to do is identify as the gender of their choice. And according to this act, they now get special protections from the United States of America, they get to go into any individual. No, uh, um, they should be granted access to a shared facility, including a restroom, locker room, a dressing room. Um, they can't be denied uh, to play in any um, sports that they want. Basically, this is saying, hey, you want to identify as gender, you get whatever you want, anytime, anyplace, anywhere from anybody that you want. And it doesn't matter whether or not there is a doctor who has a religious objection in terms of cutting off your beanstalk jack or you know or giving you puberty blockers or whether or not it's a church that doesn't want to to have you in the girls locker room it doesn't matter nobody has any rights anymore it's all about the transgenders Andrea what is your realistic view on what you think is going to happen with it in the senate I think it's going to pass because we had three republicans who voted on this in the house three republicans who voted on this in the house we, you know, we, we've got Mitch McConnell who says now came out today and said that he was going to, he would support President Trump if he got the nomination in 24. We had Republicans. We have Republicans today that are still trying to allege that everybody at, at, on January 6th, everybody that was there is an insurrectionist and a domestic terrorist. We have Republicans signing on with that. We're, besides Rand Paul, where are the Republicans crying out about what's going on with transgenders today? Because you can't, you can't, you've got to, you've got to look at this in, in combination here. We've got this so-called Equality Act, which is about the discrimination of 330 something million Americans in their beliefs to give special accommodations to transgenders in this country who represent what percentage of the population? There's nothing in the Constitution that makes this okay. And why do, and, and then at the same time, we've got this Levine person who was handpicked. And what is this Levine person about? 
about recruiting children into transgenderism. I want to play the first part of, of Rand Paul today, who absolutely grilled her. And, of course, he's being grilled on social media, but he was absolutely dead on. Thank God for his courage. Yes. Play up until 138. Genital mutilation has been nearly universally condemned. Genital mutilation has been condemned by the WHO, the United Nations Children's Fund, the United Nations Population Fund. According to the WHO, genital mutilation is recognized internationally as a violation of human rights. Genital mutilation is considered particularly egregious because, as the WHO notes, it is nearly always carried out on minors and is a violation of the rights of children. Most genital mutilation is not typically performed by force, but as WHO notes that by social convention, social norm, the social pressure to conform, to do what others do and have been doing, as well as the need to be accepted socially and the fear of being rejected by the community. American culture is now normalizing the Mm -hmm. idea that minors can be given hormones to prevent their biological development of their secondary sexual characteristics. Dr. Levine, you have supported both allowing minors to be given hormone blockers to prevent them from going through puberty, as well as surgical destruction of a minor's genitalia. Like surgical mutilation, hormonal interruption of puberty can permanently alter and prevent secondary sexual characteristics. The American College of Pediatricians reports that 80 to 95% of prepubertal children with gender dysphoria will experience resolution by late adolescence if not exposed to medical intervention and social affirmation. Dr. Levine, do you believe that minors are capable of making such a life-changing decision as changing one's sex? He wouldn't answer the question, and yeah, I'm going to use the pronoun he. I don't have to be civil anymore with anybody who's trying to do this to children. This is institutionalized, Joseph Mangala-level barbarism of children. Let me ask you, transgender proponents, this question. He mentioned in there what the World Health Organization describes as inhumanity and inhumane acts, which is the genital mutilation of children, and that's exactly what happens here, and it is permanent. And and the one thing I would say different is he says that most of the time it's done by normalizing. It's not done by force. This is the same Democrat Party that's proposing this genital mutilation of children by normalizing it are also the same party that refused to stop the female genital genital mutilation at the hands of little girls that are have it done to them by force under Islamic rule in this country with no anesthesia performed mostly with rusty knives. The Democrats blocked legislation over and over and over again in this country. Don Jans will be here in a minute to to give you the historical context of this. But the assault on children in this country is absolutely real. And he also talked about the fact, which is true, that 80 to 95 percent of children who who question or confused about their gender, like me when I was a kid, 80 to 95 percent, it corrects itself in puberty. Isn't that why? You, Dr. Levine, isn't that why the rest of you proponents of transgenderism in children push so much for puberty blockers? Because you're afraid that they're going to change their mind after puberty? It's got to be what it is. You don't want them off the team. You're out there recruiting five-year-olds in the California sexual curriculum, literally recruiting little kids. You want them on puberty blockers in spite of the fact that they don't have to have their puberty blocked to, to have a sexual 
change uh, sex change surgery when they're adults. In fact, as I've talked about with Jazz Jennings, her taking the pu- him taking the puberty blockers prevented, created a nightmare. They flew all over the country trying to find somebody that was going to be able to successfully do it because he didn't have enough material left because of the puberty blockers. So the only explanation for why you monsters are going around trying to get kids to to come in. Rand Paul even talks about at one point these street kids coming in with no parental guidance whatsoever being pushed through this. The only reason why they want these puberty blockers is they want to make it permanent. They don't want to give a kid a choice. This is supposed to be allowing a kid to to live the life that they're meant to be. Well, then why are you denying that by not allowing them to go through puberty? We're going to take a break. We come back. We're going to bring in Don Jans to pick up the discussion. And I'd love to hear from you if you want to weigh in on it. 888-344-1170. If you're thinking, Andrea, why do you keep talking about this night after night? Can you tell me a different, more? can you tell me a more important topic? Because let me tell you, this is the final pulling of the thread, destroying the fabric of America. To me, this is it. We allow this to happen to the children in this country and we are completely gone. And maybe Don Jans will help you to understand that why if you stay tuned. Be sure to follow Andrea Kay on Twitter at Andrea Kay Show. And follow her on Facebook and like her fan page at Andrea Kay. Spelled K-A-Y-E. A-K, Dynamite and Address, or just Andrea Kay. Whatever you call her, she's on The Answer San Diego. Welcome back to tonight's Andrea K Show, 888-344-1170. At the open of the show, we were talking about the passage of the anti-woman, anti-girl bill called the Equality Act. There's no equality going on when you are uh, subjugating girls, subjugating women um, by allowing men to decide based upon their feelings in the moment that they can deny a girl her uh, the fruits of her labor by competing against her and and using your physical superiority over her for your own gain or whether you're you're based upon your own feelings uh, denying a, a woman a girl and, and a young girl even her right to privacy it, I consider it to be sexual abuse of women when you have a boy and men going into girls locker rooms going into their showers and going into their restrooms there's no other way to categorize it and that's what it, it, as well as the fact it's also abusive to christians and others to deny them their rights and you, let me tell you this congresswoman on this uh equality act she stood up there today i think it was and said you know i want my daughter i.e. biological son. I don't want him to be discriminated against, i.e. I want my little snowflake's feelings to be more important than anybody else's. There's nothing in the Constitution that protects your feelings, okay? And let me tell you something else. His feelings don't entitle him to deny anybody else their civil rights. That what's going on with the Democrats, then we, then we got into uh, this transgender because that, that quote, Equality Act is directly tied to this Rachel Levine character who was handpicked to recruit and to push transgenderism on children as young as three years old, as Rand Paul went in to discuss. This is all connected, as well as the critical race theory that's being taught in schools, where little ch- ch- white children are being taught that they're evil. We've got Marxism being taught in our schools. This is also in line with the, the sexualizing of children that's happening. So I called on my friend Don Jans. I said, Don, this has, there's, there has to be, this has to be part of a, pa- a, a, of a pattern. I'm not the historian. I'm not the expert on communism. I said, but you are. 
So can you please put this into historical context for us? Because I've known for a long time the Democrats end game was to transform us into a Marxist utopia. This has to be a part of it. And Don Jans joins me now. Long intro, Don, but I wanted to set, set the stage of all the different layers and pieces to this puzzle. Tell everybody how you see these pieces fitting together. Andrea, this is such a huge topic, and it's going on right before our very eyes in the United States of America today. We have to understand that communism, the ideology of communism, cannot, they they absolutely cannot have different thoughts. They have to have conformity. And this is where Marx came in and said, we're going to be a classless society. All that means is we're all going to think alike. One of the uh, two things that Marx and Engels hit directly in the communist manifestos, number one, we have to destroy the family. We saw Lenin destroy the family in Russia, primarily through pervert sexual perversions, just like we're seeing in the United States today, and through massive easy abortion, same type of thing. And he, and he um, um, absolutely advocated uh, pornography and, and uh, anything that would destroy the family. The other thing that takes place is you have to have indoctrination. You cannot, you cannot allow your, the children to be educated. They must be indoctrinated. What's the difference? Education teaches to think. Indoctrination teaches to believe what you are being told. So what we have going on is we have Engels say we must, or Mark saying we must destroy the family, and we must have public education. So far as the communists are concerned, the children are not the parents' property. The children are the property of the state. In order to bring about this transformation, we are told that the views of all children can no longer be the views of their parents or the church. They must be the views of the state. Mark said every child has to be in a state institution from the time they can leave the care of their mother. So far as we're concerned, that's in public schools because public schools are our indoctrination uh, systems. We follow this uh, right on through Lenin. Uh, Lenin said, you give me a child for four years, I'll have him for a lifetime. Lenin set up very specific youth organizations. We see the same thing with Hitler. Hitler set up very specific youth organizations. And what they teach these kids is they indoctrinate them in the, in the core communist um, uh, manner, and then they encourage them to love the state more than their families so that they will do whatever the state tells them to do, including turning in their children or their parents. Uh, Well, let me ask you this, though, because the transgender aspect of it is new. So a lot of people might not see that this is a part of the same pattern we had, like the the Chinese uh, revolution back in the 60s used children, Hitler with his Hitler youth, Um, you know, uh, where where a lot lot of people might not see the connection between the transgenderism is what you're talking about, which is uh, that gets at the heart of they're going around parents with this. That's why Levine said that she wants, you know, to to kids to come in off the street without parents and Rand Paul addressed that today. Uh, this is also in line with the fact that, you know, historically um, in communist societies, they take children away from, from the parents. Um, these, the medical experimentation though, this is like straight out of Hitler with Mengele, isn't it? Right. 
Well, the, the, the sexual, the sexual, um, or, or the transgenderism is yes, but there's there's another reason for transgenderism, I, I believe. And uh, uh, when you when you bring transgenderism in, and now we're going to have uh, Johnny who has two daddies or Johnny who has two two mommies. And, and you're encouraging this type of thing that the, um, uh, uh, the, the all of the different genders and we have 92 of them or whatever there are. That is a direct destruction of the core family unit. Mm-hmm. One of the essences of the core family unit is the male and the female influence because it definitely has a direct influence on a child thinks. It also is morality. You must you it, it, communism has to be an immoral society. Mm-hmm. No right or morality, wrong. No, there's no right or wrong, right? Or morality is no decided. Right or, or morality is decided have, by the state. That's correct. You have to destroy. Marx specifically said you must get rid of all longstanding principles, all religion, and all morality, because everything the state says is right and proper. And so, so, so I'm flashing right now. Them. Excuse me for interrupting, but, but I'm just yep. thinking of somebody going back to was something you said a, a little bit ago: abortion, and 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 the yep. reason why children are such a target um, because there's there's so many different ways that they can destroy society by destroying children. The and, and they really killed the soul of America when they got abortion over on us. And then of course it started out of being a clump of cells. Then it got to where oh you're five months six months pregnant. Let's take a test to find out if your child has a birth defect. And then then you know oh we can't have children with with down syndrome so you need to abort your baby at you know when you're five and a half months you know along and then it became that you know where it was okay to you know kill a child in the birth canal who's you know uh two minutes away from breathing air that that in and of itself uh the, treating children as their disposal if when you have society at such a point with no, with so little morality don jans to where children are literally treated as as disposable because of inconvenience, then why wouldn't they then take live children that have managed to, to, to make it out of the birth canal and make them disposable by doing experiments on them and with this transgender stuff, regardless of whether or not it destroys them for the rest of their lives, as Rand Paul pointed out, because the end game, the end justifies the means, right? Because ultimately how it destroys America, Yes. Absolutely. The ends always the ends always um, uh, are, are justified by the means. Now, the the other thing that that you hit upon here is that the communists think all people they they they, they put no value. They get rid of the church. They get rid of God. They get rid of they get of uh, they get rid of the idea that we're going to have a, a, a life beyond death, and that places value on the individual. It puts. It means that, that we're not animals, we're human. The communists absolutely believe that all people are animals and they are as disposable as are the ants, as are flies. You and I are totally disposable. We mean nothing to them, Andrea. Unless The only people that mean something are those who are in power. Mm-hmm. And so this idea that we, can, that we can take people's lives and do whatever we want with them, is is all part of the communist belief. Yeah, in fact, I don't have the time. Yeah, I don't have the time with you on to play Rand Paul's further comments of his. It went on for a while, but one of the things he pointed out was, you know, what you're doing with these drugs, 
He he told the story of a, of a young girl who at 14 was uh, was told that, you know, she was upset. She was going through a tough time in her life and she was told that the quick, easy solution was, you know, to change her, her, her gender. She was recruited into it and um, uh, she was recruited into it and she regrets it now because it was a permanent change in, in, in her life. She was completely permanently destroyed. And, and Rand Paul went on to say that these that these hormone blockers and these uh, the pre puberty blockers and the hormone hormone medica- medications that they're given are off label. They were never tested or meant to be used on children. Meanwhile, you couldn't take hydroxychloroquine if you got COVID for your own good. So they're, they're, the manipulation of the American people, we have how many deaths occurred to COVID when they could have been prevented with hydroxychloroquine, but they didn't want you to take it because of because of the power that coronavirus gave them and the ability to shut down and take control of our government. Just like they don't care how many kids' lives are destroyed or how many kill, kill, kill themselves down the road because of this. And and this is the mindset why we have, a, a, in historically speaking, 150 million people have been slaughtered under communism because all they care about is power. You're disposable. This is not about caring about anybody's kids. And to me, I look at this and I say to Americans, you got, if you don't see the writing on the wall here, you're never going to see it. How this is going to do, how this, oh, this is to me is, is America on the precipice. Final thoughts. Wrap this well, up. We're seeing it. We're seeing it right now. We're, we're seeing communism really, really come to, to come full bore here in the United States of America. We're seeing it uh, the way our schools have become indoctrination centers the way abortion is a big is a big um, uh, used to control families. We're seeing it, Andrea, even today where people are saying, no, you cannot listen to other thought. You must conform to the communism thought that of the Democrat Party, which is a communist party. And if you don't, you are an enemy of the state. You are an insurgent and you are a dissident and you can't be a part of us. It's happening right now. It's happening today. And and unfortunately, we got got Brian Maloney, my friend, uh, to talk about the CPAC event that's happening down in Florida, which is supposed to be uh, the event where conservatives come together and, you know, we push policy and and, you know, push conservatism in this country. And I don't see I don't see a conservative movement in this country with with those that are that claim to be conservative, i.e. the Republican Party. I don't see it. And 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 that means that we don't we're, we're not represented with anybody pushing back against the communist movement in this country. We're really not. We've got a handful of people like Andy Biggs that I had on last night. Other than that, so we have to we have to understand what's at stake. We have to recognize the tactics and the ploys and not fall prey to it, not have people, you know, make us feel guilty and make us buy into the fact that if we don't want, you know, to, to go along with a four-year-old who says, you know, that he identifies as a cat, so we're now going to, you know, uh, start transitioning him into a feline. You know, we got to start pushing back about this ourselves. And take this country back. And, and I want to add one more thing. Just like we told Obama, you have to identify Islamic terrorism. How do you defeat it unless you identify it? The, the Republican Party refuses to identify that the Democrat Party is a communist party. And we're not referring to them as communists. How are we going to defeat it unless we start honestly recognizing what they truly are? Well said. That leads me right into my next segment with uh, Brian Maloney. Uh, Don, quickly tell everybody where they can get your books. 
uh, on my my website, www.mygrandchildrensamerica.com, or simply go and on any search engine, just put in my name, Don Jans, J-A-N-S, and it will take you to the, or you'll see the website there. All right. Well, you wrote the, yeah, he he wrote the book, The Road to Tyranny. Well, my friends, we are here Uh, and we'll be right back here uh, in a moment. We'll have Brian Maloney here talking about CPAC and uh, then more. Oh, and uh, we got a little bit of a, of a window, a little tease from Pelosi today as to what's happening with the stimulus checks and how much you're going to get versus the federal employees. Oh yeah. You're going to want to stay tuned for that. Want more Andrea K? Follow her on Twitter at Andrea K Show. And like her Facebook fan page at Andrea K. Spelled K-A-Y-E. A-K, dynamite and address, or just Andrea K. Whatever you call her, don't call her fake news. It's the Andrea K Show on The Answer San Diego. Welcome back to tonight's Andrea K Show. It's just cruising uh, Twitter uh, during the break, and I saw a really good pop culture question. I'm going to throw this out there to you and Brian Maloney. He joins me now. Okay, what movie, before we get into the serious uh, topic with yeah. CPAC, what movie most quintessentially captures the 80s? Back to the Future. Okay, you would say back to the mic future. Mic drop. I'm, no, mic drop. I'm, no, mic drop. I'm no, going to say... We're done here. I'm going to say... I'm kind of. T- I'm going to say it's it's a tie, but I'm going to give it to the Breakfast Club. Brian Maloney, what say you? Uh, I think the Breakfast. Any John Hughes yes. film, but I would definitely. Um, I would say their Breakfast Club, or I would even say Ferris Bueller. <laughs> that, um, yeah, great because, movies. Because, I love opinions, but you're both why, wrong because it has it has become so much. Uh, a part of our pop culture today. People make Ferris Bueller references all the time. I mean, they do Back to the Future as well, just as much. So, see, I, I think. Know, see, that's, I don't. That's I, yeah, yeah, it is. There, those. I think those got to be the three top. I would. I would put number four, maybe Top Gun. I would put maybe mm-hmm, Top Gun. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, you know what's what's. For, but for me, I love Pretty in Pink because that Long Duck Dong. Another okay. one is Goonies. <laughs> Goonies, good. <laughs> <laughs> you open up the whole can of worms. That's a good one. Oh uh, 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 yeah, don't. I'll start. I, I we got to move. Thank you. <laughs> well, you know, um, uh, how you doing, a uh, hot stuff? That's my <laughs> <laughs> there's my long duck dong. What is it about well, Brian Maloney who brings out the the, the weird in me? <laughs> oh, I, I, do. I do. Well, you know, we have to stay sane here somehow because every I can't even put on the news anymore because it's a barrage of horrible, 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 horrible. And we have to, you know, move forward in our lives in one piece and stay sane and be strong so that we can do what we can to preserve America. And it's getting harder by the day because this is a takeover by lunatics. And they're not even trying to be non-lunatics. I mean, they're just right out in the open. We're crazy and we run things now. And, and, you know, I mean, this is, this is a coping strategy for us that is, that we need. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I'm, I may watch me some some pretty in pink tomorrow night. 
And mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but we got to get serious, Brian Maloney. You and I usually see each other uh, down at CPAC. Neither one of us is there for different reasons right now. I'm kind of at first I wasn't I wasn't bummed I wasn't going because I didn't really like the lineup of speakers. Um, I didn't like the mask mandates. Um, but of course, as as the time has come, I'm sad that I'm not seeing my peeps, my friends down there. Right, right. But right. then I then I go to the news tonight and I see that Mercedes Schlapp, Brian Maloney. She was on with the Fox people, uh, and they they decided to do an autopsy of the election of 2020, and this woman decided to break it all down and basically describe uh, the mistakes that the Trump camp and uh, the Trump campaign made. You know, they just didn't. They lost. They they gained African Americans, according to her, Brian Maloney. Um, How did she put it? Um, uh, we were out there every day, but we, we left something out there on the field and, uh, we lost suburban women and college educated yeah. men. And when I, it was a bunch of crap. This, he won that election. Well, we did. And, you know, those slaps, I mean, I love going to CPAC as much as anybody to see my friends and get stuck in the Secret Service line like I did with you last year. We stood there for four hours, I think you remember. Oh, yeah. That's because Pence was speaking and we were boxed in some corner of a hotel and we couldn't move. Um, you know, that could have been a movie plot right there, you know, just, mm-hmm. but, but the, the whole, the whole thing is, is that the slaps tend to veer toward the, um, the rhino camp way too often. And this Mercedes slap business here is a, as a rhino explanation for, you know, why, well, you know, Trump did a good job because they, they want to appease the base a little bit so that everybody will pay $300 to attend feedback. Um, but, but not, not give them too much. So we're playing it off each other a little bit. So, you know, Trump left some on the table. Trump didn't leave anything on the table. The crowds that were out there, and I'm sorry, and, and you know, I live back East, of course, I'm California native, but I live in the East for who knows why, but I do. And we had, I'm in the Northeast, blue, blue, blue here. And we had Trump rallies all over the place here. We had Trump caravans with thousands of vehicles. I've never seen anyone campaign for Republicans in this state ever, ever. Now we had Trump people everywhere. We still do. I still have neighbors with Trump signs out front now in my town in Massachusetts. Now, today, I can drive by uh, tonight. So, you know, I mean, that's the bottom line. The enthusiasm is still there. The campaign was amazing. I went to his rally in Valdosta, Georgia, uh, which was in uh, December after the election. There was an enormous crowd there. Uh, and, and that was after the election. And the enthusiasm was as high, you know, as high as ever. I mean, the lines were people waited 10 hours in line to get in. Well, I, they drove hundreds of miles. I'm glad I mean, you brought up Georgia. Yeah, I'm glad you brought up Georgia because she said, quote, when the campaign didn't have Georgia as a top tier state that we needed to view it as a battleground state, that was a big mistake. So what she's trying to say right there is that uh, that they that the the Trump campaign just didn't recognize that it was, you know, trending blue and that they had to fight for. It. They took Georgia Please for granted. Garbage. That is a bunch. Of, that 
is a flat out lie. And this makes me so angry. I'm glad I'm not down there because I don't think I could contain myself because we had a Republican governor who, who cooked up a fraud scheme with Stacey Abrams, allowing that state to be stolen from President Trump. And, and I don't give a crap. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They've got it. Their theme is uncanceled America. They're going to be focusing on, on no theme matters. No theme at all matters, Brian Maloney, when we don't have fair, when we don't have fair elections in the United States of America. Well, that's, and that's it. And remember, I was on the ground in Georgia. Yes. I made two trips to Georgia after the election to work on those Senate campaigns. And I realized real quickly that the Senate campaigns were disastrously badly run by, by Mitch McConnell and the GOP from Washington. But what I also realized is there's no way we lost that state. Georgia is still as red a state as ever. It just got rigged. And Brian Kemp is a thief. And it was extremely abundantly clear. And I talked to people, even I talked to African-Americans and young people in, in Atlanta. Even they thought the election was stolen. I, I got to get into an Uber. It's happened more than once. People are like, you know, we know something. We know something's not right here. Yeah. We know our state. It's like, if you're telling me this, then I, if I go to other parts, if I go to suburbs or rural parts of Georgia, they're going to tell me that. A hundred times more. So the whole thing was, was stolen. There was nothing that really could have been done better. That was, and he worked so hard, uh, Trump did, and, and there was so much energy behind it. And he was running against somebody who didn't get up off his butt one second. I mean, there's something just morally wrong about what, you know, you should have to work for these things, not sit on your butt in your basement. Uh, so we know the whole thing was, was st- so, so this, what they're doing is they're rewriting history mm-hmm. now. Uh, see, our own side is our worst enemy right yeah, now. Uh, absolutely. That's, that's the problem here. You know, the Democrats are just getting away with whatever they can. But our side, our side isn't fighting for us anymore. When I say our side, I don't even know who our side is anymore. It's sure isn't the GOP. Well, no, it's not. Look at what's going down. Look at what's going down. Rand Paul was the only one pushing back against the Joseph Mangala level, horrific level of medical experimentation that and and the institutionalized abuse of children in the form of transgenderism that's going on right now. We've got we've got Democrats that are actively coming after media to going after Fox News, OAN, even Fox, who who helped who helped rig the election for him. The Democrats don't care. It is scorched earth. We don't have any, any. Republicans pushing back. Extreme, extreme agenda. I mean, as far left as they could possibly go. The thing is, if you ever could have a free and fair election, if you had one today, the Democrats would be wiped off the face of the planet, even with the weak and feeble GOP. Uh, they would clean, and the Democrats would lose in blue states. The Democrats would lose congressional seats in Massachusetts if the election were held tomorrow. I'm not kidding you. Uh, people are scared out of their minds, even people who are pretty liberal. Uh, are scared by what's going on because this is so far out there in in Wackoville that I mean they they've lost the Democrats have certainly the only way they can hang on to power is through force and and theft and and everything that they're cooking up right now they could never do it with a free and fair election they've scared the pants off of most of America with all this crazy stuff. And the Republicans are still trying to push the notion uh, that I even had I even had somebody who's wanting to run for governor on the show last night who was saying, you know, I asked him, what are you going to do about election fraud before we talk about policy? Because, you know, you know, we're, we're going to go through all this for a recall and the recall is being rigged with Gavin Newsom with his mail in ballots. And I'm like, what do you, you know, what are you doing? To, what are you doing to try to ensure that this is going to be a fair election? Well, look at all these look at all these ballot measures that failed for the Democrats. That means our elections must be fair. And I'm like, no, it doesn't. 
doesn't that we could that that's right. no it doesn't just because we won a lot of congressional seats and there was a red wave everywhere else doesn't mean that president trump the the presidential election wasn't stolen they knew where to go right. and what districts yeah, they only to, needed to steal four cities and that you know they found they found our weakness and they, you know and they, they've cheated in those cities before i mean we had evidence that they had uh, cheated in philadelphia in the 2012 election with romney um we we knew that we had known about a past history there but i also do, do think though that gavin newsom may still be recalled anyway because i don't think there's a lot of enthusiasm for him i think i think it may be pulled off despite every trick the democrats can play and they may just concede it and say you know we'll just stick another democrat in there it doesn't have to be gavin which is like what i think they're going to do in new york too okay fine we let cuomo go we'll have another liberal dem in there instead you know that's that may be what they these guys end up doing but well, you know well, I, yeah what i'm disappointed in is that president trump didn't say you know what um, I think that he's been he's been swallowed up a little bit by the swamp. And, I, I you know, I don't think he was ever 100 percent of an outsider because the only way he was able to build his empire in New York was, manip- you know, bumping up against and working within the swamp himself. I was disappointed that he didn't say I'm taking my 75 million at you Republicans, which you did to me, including you, Mike Pence, after January 6th. I'm taking my seven million voters and I'm starting a new party. Well, that's he got talked out of it by people who who flew down there, like Kevin McCarthy, yep. flew down there and talked him out of it and said you'll split the vote. But the problem is, you know, no, you start a viable new party. And I'm not. And I, whenever anyone says third party, I say no, replacement party. There's not a third party. No one will stay in the GOP. There's no Romney base. There's no Romney Rhino Pence base in the GOP. You know, maybe a few percent. Not enough of them to sustain a party. You start a new party, and everybody goes with it. And this can still be done. See, Trump has never, ever disappointed me. But some of the people around Trump, many of the people around Trump have disappointed me time and again. And I differ with some people on my own side in that I personally think Ivanka and Jared Kushner have been a huge problem Ugh. for us for years. And yeah. I, people argue with me about I know. how can you say that? Well, how about the fact that after this election, both of them vanished and had nothing to say about fraudulent election? Yeah. So if there ever is a Trump second term down there, it has to be without Ivanka, it has to be without Jared, it has to be without most of the people that surrounded him because he gets some incredibly bad advice from many of the people around him. Many Absolutely. of these people have got to go. A lot of them are grifters. And you got to go. Absolutely. Well, we got to go, Brian Maloney, but thank you for being here, you guys. He's part of Red Wave America. Google it. Check him out and join him wherever, wherever you can find him. Thank you for being here, my friend. All right. We're going to we come back. We're going to talk about the fourteen hundred dollars for you. But how much are the federal employees going to get in the stimulus check? Stay tuned. Be sure to follow Andrea Kay on Twitter at Andrea Kay Show. And follow her on Facebook and like her fan page at Andrea Kay. Spelled K-A-Y-E. You're listening to The Andrea Kay Show on The Answer San Diego. Oh, sexy girlfriend. <laughs> I thought I could give you, bring you guys a little bit more long duck dong. <laughs> From 60 kiddos. Oh my God. I have to watch that movie. That is quintessential 80s. You could, they couldn't make that movie. Back now. to the future. <laughs> no, not back to the future. This is heavy. There was nothing. There was no, there was nothing in back to the future that made me giggle and laugh this much. The, you what, need don't to be watch Marty McFly. No. 
No, not at all. Just you time travel hater. No, I am a time travel hater. I, I, but I do love. Here's check out this transition. You like balance of nature. Too. I love balance of nature. That's gonna make you a sexy girlfriend. Get your 10 servings of 31 fruits and veggies every day. Go to balanceofnature.com. Use discount code HEALTH. Free shipping, 35% off. And I'm telling you, my ha- I'm telling you, my hair is thicker. It's amazing. All right. I don't have time to get into the stimulus thing. We're going to talk about that tomorrow on Friday's show because let me tell you, it is a contender for Stink of the Week. Rand Paul is my contender for Hero of the Week. I'm just calling that now. Yeah. I think we got to call that now. And we got to call it a night here. Love you all. Thanks to my guest, Don Jans, Brian Maloney, and Long Duck Dong for making me laugh. Peace out. <laughs>